When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The driver's seat. The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Oh, and there is so much to talk about in the world of motorsport, both internationally and at home. There's still eight races left in Formula One for the year, but already the silly season for 2023 is in full swing. We'll touch on that a bit later, but first, let's get to our feature interview. of things conspiring to take this away from him, but he is holding on out of the final corner for the last time, and a run down the front straight, and this is a mega moment for Will Brown, congratulations, first ever supercar victory. Shane Van Gisbergen goes up to congratulate him, thumbs up from SBG as this young bloke has been absolutely tremendous today. Oh, yes, that was some of the highlights from an absolutely balls-out maiden win. And I'll tell you what, boys, don't you think that out of everyone on the grid, Will Brown is the only one on the planet that probably looks forward to going to Sydney Motorsport Park? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In in short answer, yes, Mimsy. No, it was good. It was good. I just... I love the the intro that you put there, Big Willie style. Uh, great music. I, I think any time you could be introed with Big Willie style, it's a good day. Well, <laughs> let's, well, let's get the great man in. Please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only Will Brown. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> the Big Willie, Will Brown. <laughs> I've been referred to as that before. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> You'll take it when you can get it. Uh, Matt, Matt's, just it. Whinging. <laughs> Matt's just whinging because he doesn't have an intro like that. When when, when uh, I think you've got the grab that Nimmy's, every time Matt gets uh, introed, it's it's something like Into the Wall with, what is it, Nimmy? Into the Wall for Matt McKeldin. Yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks very much, boys. Good on you. Hey, um, Will, congrats uh, not only on your effort over the weekend at Taylor Ben, but the big news that you have recommitted, my friend. You are a, an Erebus driver for another two years because, I mean, let's let's be fair, there was a bit of conjecture and some rumours and innuendos flying around pit lane in the last uh, couple of months as to where you might end up. So that puts pay to all that. And uh, as I say, you're an Erebus boy for another two years. Yeah, yeah, signed on the dotted line. So uh, back for another two years. I think that continuity with uh, myself and uh, it's awesome that Brody signed at the same time. It was something that uh, me and him both wanted to continue together, and um, yeah, it's fantastic uh, to do that. Always, we always talk about you know contract stuff, and it always comes up this time of year. 
uh, I know speaking to you privately, um, you and your team and most other teams or quite a few uh, usually leave it until around that September mark to do that sort of thing. Um, is that good for you now? Is that taking a bit of weight off your shoulders to then not have to worry about that and you can just concentrate on what you, you're paid to do? Yeah, I think so. I think obviously, um, you know, it's probably a good thing when rumours are going around about, about you, obviously, uh, you know. You're at, uh, at during Depends on what year, sort of rumours, uh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Um, no, but I just mean, obviously, um, off the back of last year, it was, it was a great year and, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to think we've backed it up in somewhat, but um, probably hasn't been as good of a year, but... Um, you know, for us and uh, myself and that to have that after my first year and that, um, you know, obviously that, that rumours that people are interested, I think it's just great to uh, to have that, but then also to get locked away so early by Erebus and um, then want to continue this and uh, and myself and Brody, what we're doing, I think it's just good to, um, to get that done early in the year so that, you know, everyone in the team knows that what you're working for and that's for the next two years to, to be the best team you can together. And, um, you know, I guess, for a team, I guess if people think you're leaving and all that sort of stuff, it does change things maybe a little bit. So I think uh, it's great to have that locked away early. And I mean, let's 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 be fair. It, it's a, it's a relatively small pit lane, our industry, um, full of rumour and innuendo. As you rightly say, that from a management point of view, I'd imagine you'd be wanting rumours going around. In, in reality, though, were you genuinely? Was your management genuine? And you can. You, I don't think there's any reason to not be honest with this. Were you looking at your options? Because, of course, it's a short time that we're in this sport and you've got to make the best of the opportunities that you've got. Were you genuinely looking outside Erebus, but these guys were the best deal at the time or was it always going to be Erebus and the, and the other the other bits and pieces were just rumours? Yeah, the other bits and pieces, like I say, were rumours. Obviously, uh, you know, as, as we know, Dick Johnson Racing do a fantastic job. Um, mm-hmm. They're right up the they're right up the front and obviously that that would be an awesome team to race for but uh also i was extremely happy at erebus so there was a bit of confliction there at obviously the rumors but uh that opportunity was never really available so they were just rumors um so you know for me um erebus was was the best option by far and um I'm, i'm extremely happy with uh with you know continuing with them and that's uh that's where i wanted to continue as well so like i say it was probably just that these these rumours were made, and then um, and then nothing sort of followed from that, um, which is yeah, which is how it sort of all happened. But um, like I say, it's great that uh, for me, I, w- I was excited that Erebus um, really when they when they heard those that that sort of story, and it was only rumours that they sort of went, hey, we want to keep you, and uh, you know, put uh, sort of Barry just implemented it that saying that they do want to keep me, and then I think that's that's a big thing in a team um, signing for someone is that. You know, if a team really wants you and and is willing to do what it takes to secure you, I think uh, that's a big thing for me moving forward. Is it also one of those things too, Will? Like because they they did put so much faith in you from pretty much day dot that you're in a supercar. Like the first time when you you know were a co-driver with Anton, you know, about three or four years ago, and and the fact that nothing really much has changed at Erebus, like in terms of stuff. Like I'm pretty sure, like Steve, would would the Erebus stuff still be the exact same as when you drove for them as well? I think it's changed a fair bit since then. And when I was driving there, Barry was actually team manager principal yeah. of the GT team. Right. So he, yeah. he, it was it was post when I was there that he moved in and started obviously his role at right. the at the supercar headquarters. So I reckon it has changed quite a bit since since I've been there. Um, you know, obviously still speak to all the guys. You know, can still 
quite easily walk into their garage and, and not get kicked out, which is which is unusual, <laughs> considering my old man owns a team up and down pit lane, um, which is good, you know. And I still feel welcome there, you know. Like, I always go in and Baz always says, yeah, good day, and, and same, you know, Will's all right. Uh, Brody's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> uh, Betty and Daniel, they're all great, you know. Like, I, I still um, see and, and speak to quite a lot of the people there. So it, it's still a – I understand why Will wants to stay there because it's actually – from what you see on the outside, what you see on those TV shows, yes, Barry wears his heart on his sleeve, but he's actually quite a good bloke. So um, uh, I think that, um, you know, what I've seen and what I'm sure Will and everybody else sees is a little bit different to what y- you see as reality. Probably Barry 5% of the time, but you guys just see that on the TV all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we tried to call Barry, he was actually watching maths and didn't pick up the phone. And that's he actually, was. That's right. That's mm. actually the truth. And then the, and then the time before that, we actually had him on. He was actually in the E-Series and he was swearing and cursing and carrying on for some <laughs> Taking him out, <laughs> <laughs> and, and he was well. He was really, um, we, as we said, we, we talk about Barry Ryan and his emotion, and sometimes gets away with him, gets him in a bit of trouble. I don't think he cares about that, by the way. I just think it happens. But you know, when we were talking, uh, when he was asked recently about both of the you two, you and and Brody, that there was a potential opportunities for you both to go elsewhere. He again. He did a he did a flat out Barry thing, Nimsy. I think he oh, straight out. Yeah. If you if you play it, Nimsy, yeah. you've got it there. This <laughs> this was a genuine, hard on the sleeve, instant response to you two maybe being picked up by another team. My honest opinion is have some <laughs> balls and do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but you got to yeah, be. Yeah, that, that sounds like Barry. You got to be. You got to be pleased that a bloke like Barry that's been there for so long that he's really, really wanting to fight to keep you below. It's like, no, no, no. Like, I know that these guys probably have so many other offers, but I want them in my team. I'll do anything to keep them in my team. Like, that's got to be pretty good as a driver. But in a way, you can sort of, like, you can really respect what he's saying. That You know, he has yeah. he has given two rookies a shot and um, and has, uh, you know, really, you know, for for us, given us a massive opportunity um, to get into the sport and obviously shine last year with giving us good cars. So, um you know, I understand his frustration. It's it, you know, it's always part of running a business down pit lane with this. And um, but uh, yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm excited to continue with the team and keep going. Um, you're a busy guy. There's there's not just supercars in your future. You're in fact out at Queensland Raceway this weekend uh, with TCR in the Audi, not the the Hyundai that you yep. won the championship in a couple of years ago. Um, how have you found TCR, having gone away and now come back? Different championship, more mature as a championship, getting more popularity, trickier, different more difficult. Too. Different. You're ninth. Yeah. I, I know that you're ninth in the in the series at the moment. So that either tells me that the car isn't where you wanted it to be, or the competition has gone to or, another level. Or, or wheels, or wheels driving styles changed quite a bit to adapt to the supercar sure. too. So there's sure. there's things there as well. It's a bit of an odd bod year. Like I still feel like we've had we've had the pace, but I've had uh, I think two DNFs now, and then another race where I got turned around when it lapped down. So. I've sort of pretty much had three last place finishes. So, you know, heading into Sydney, we're in second place in the championship. If if we didn't break a shock and get a DNF there, we're probably, you know, second or, or first in the championship after there. So I just feel like there's been so much bad luck for a fair few people in the championship this year that it's just like, you know, you have you have one bad race or one DNF and that puts you from second to ninth mm. in the championship. So I'm hoping mm. we have a, a better finish to, to the end of the year, but I probably would say that we're not, we haven't been as strong as I've wanted to. Um, I feel like I can always qualify sort of in the top three or four, but our, our race pace has, hasn't been there. Um, probably struggling a little bit with the Audi with, uh, 
with understeer. Um, you know, late in the race, it just it just builds so much understeer on where I never experienced that in 2019. So just trying to learn how to drive around that a little bit and um, how we can set the car up a little bit more to to how I would I would like it to be. And um, you know, yeah. we're fortunate enough to have a test day at Ipswich uh, last week, which I haven't done a test day in the Audi all year. So um, I think we found some good gains there and um, hopefully that, that heads through to the race pace and shows a bit. Mate, do you think, obviously you're in P9 and you said that, and it's in quite a few other championships this year, if you have a DNF, it really can drop you back a long way and there's mm. not that much gap between each position to gain those points back. Um Tony Delberto is doing a pretty good job up the front. They're very consistent. Uh, I don't even think he's won a race. He hasn't won anything. No, he hasn't. Um, but, <laughs> you know, can you catch him, Will? Like, I mean, if he keeps doing that and keeps yeah. finishing where he's finishing, can, can you catch him? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I can catch him. I haven't even had a look at the points just yet to, to yeah. sort of witness that. I'm sort of just looking at um, trying to win races, really. But um, I think it's anyone's game. Like, there's been four rounds, and like I say, I've pretty much had three DNFs. So who knows what Tony could could, could happen to Tony in the last bit, but I think they're putting out stats recently. And like my average finish is ninth, his average finish is like six point eight, and he's wow. leading the championship now. That's very rare. Um, mm. Like you know, they might be eighteen in in TCR, but uh, six point eight to be leading the championship. Uh, I don't think you would have seen that in the championship for a long time. And I don't think he's has he has he had any DNFs this year, Tony? No, from memory, no, he hasn't. Uh, and you look behind him. There's Dylan O'Keefe, Josh Buck, and Jordy Cox, Jay Hansen, Aaron Cameron, Nathan Morkham, Zach Suter, and then you. From memory, every single one from second to seventh and eighth, they've all had at some point a DNF. And that's why he's yeah. with that average finishing spot of six something or other. He's been able to uh, to jump in the lead. It's going to be good at Queensland Raceway this weekend. I'm I'm going to be heading out there, Stevie J. You're going to be there as well. Um, is it a, is it typically a good place for you, Will? Because we haven't seen much necessarily racing from you in recent times. Maybe in Super Two at QR, but because of COVID and situations and and all that kind of stuff, we haven't seen you much at QR. Is it is it a place you enjoy driving at? Yeah, I actually I actually enjoy doing laps there, but surprisingly, it being my home track, it's probably like you said the uh, the place I've driven least. So um, mm. yeah, I, I've raced there in Formula Ford and Super Two and all that, and had good results. And um, yeah, done a bit of testing there and, and production cars. So um, yeah, I, I think we won't have a drama there on the weekend. I think the test days um, have been a help for us, and um, hopefully that just converts into some results for the weekend. So let's look forward. Let's look forward to because I mean, let's be fair that the Supercars Championship is probably uh, out of reach for everyone except for SVG this year. So yeah. let's let's look to the the <laughs> next big thing that we all love, which is which is Mount Panorama. Uh, Bathurst coming up, paired with Jack Perkins this year, which is cool. Jacko's a, a a pro, and I reckon will uh, sits well within your team. Has he had a chance to drive the car this year at at any ride days or test days or any of that sort of stuff? Yeah, I think he's driven it once, and then we've got. Uh, we'll obviously have the main test day with the co-drivers coming up, but I believe he's driven it. Yeah, and and feedback from that was he confident, felt good, or yep, all good. See you later. I'm going home. <laughs> I don't think Jacko la- lacks any confidence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, nah, he he's great. He's very. Uh, He's uh, he's not high maintenance at all. He's he's pretty um, solid and, and knows what he's capable of. And um, you know he, I think he just does a great job as a co-driver. So um, obviously last year I, I don't think he really got to showcase that with with obviously mm. the power steering failure power steering. early yep. in the stint. But um, yeah, I feel like he would have done a good job. And and it, you know, 
last year at Bathurst, probably the most disappointed I've ever been at, at a motor event, um, to be honest. Like, uh, you know, after coming in so strong and all that and sort of it's, so I think it's my fourth or fifth year race Bathurst and, and haven't really finished one yet. So, um, yeah, I was, I was a little bit disappointed last year. But, uh, you know, I think when it, when it all clicks, it, uh, it'll be a good one. Hey, uh, are you going to just be slightly maybe praying when he jumps in your car for his first hint that he gets around a lap? <laughs> for, for everyone that don't know, Jacko had a bit of a minor bingle in the GT car uh, on his outlap in the rain on slicks, probably still in the dark because Will didn't want to stay in the car. Oops. Um, so let's. Uh, would, are you going to sit there and just maybe watch the first lap? <laughs> Nah, I think I'll go to the motorhome and just let him <laughs> wait to hear the news. Nah, I'm joking. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> hey, mate, um, looking for like you've you had it. You've had a drive of the, of the Gen Three Camaro. Um, it's what do you think? Different? Is it going to be hard? Is it going to be much harder than the cars currently are to drive? Is it going to uh, throw a spanner in the works for some people? Uh, what's your What's your thoughts on it? I mean, I know they're going to be developed way more than what they currently are now when you do get to drive them properly. But at the moment, are they, are they a difficult car to drive? Yeah, I probably don't have a huge view on them right now only because, you know, the last time mm. I think I drove it was December, November, December last year. Yeah. Um, so sort of back then, um, they didn't have the roll bars in them, the right, you know, motor in them and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, since then, the amount of development on them has been crazy. Like, I know Brody has tested them more recently and, and even just the times he was telling me that they're doing compared to we were back then. Maybe it's just better than me, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> yeah, the times around Ipswich and all that. So it sounds like the development's going great on them. I think, um, I think just, you know, as, as a team, and I've experienced it since since stepping up into the main game, you know, when I was probably, I'm still young, but I guess in Super 2, I didn't realise that you could build all these new parts with uprights, cross members, all this sort of stuff and try and design new stuff um, throughout throughout this period. And I think it's just going to take that out of it where, you know, we've, we've all got the same stuff. It's just from their tuning. And I think that'll, um, you know, not, not take the guessing work out of it, but take some of the inconsistencies yeah. in the teams and, and make it a little bit easier for, you know, a team that, might be right now I don't know down further down pit lane to to be a bit more consistent or a driver that um you know is quite good in trying to show himself but not always in the best team he can he can mm. get good results so I think it'll make it a bit more interesting and and not just every weekend the same guys winning yeah and, and are you going to get another crack in it like just to see the difference since you drove it last in December are you going to get another run this year yeah, I'm sure I am. I think obviously they've got a lot of drivers to filter through, so um, they gave a lot of guys uh, another go over in t- or a go over in Tail and Bend. Um, so I'm sure I'll get asked to uh, to do another run soon, and um, it's pretty cool to see our chassis coming along as well, and and all the stuff starting to really, you know, you can see the Gen Three coming alive, and um, it's awesome that they obviously picked to to keep with the stick shift, and I believe that's making it feel more like the the current supercar we have with the transaxle and all that. So. Um, yeah, I think it'll just be, you know, just a, a different sort of what we have now. It, it'll be very much the same sort of feeling, but just uh, less aero and uh, a little bit different. Well, you've been very, very generous with your time so far for us, mate. Uh, chuffed to see you and Brody stick with Erebus for the future. Go well this weekend at QR and uh, good luck for Sandown too in a couple of weeks as well. But uh, cheers for jumping on the driver's seat. Mate, thanks for having me, guys. 
This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's great to have your company on the driver's seat. Uh, and a big thank you to Will Brown for giving us a big chunk of his time. Can't wait to see what he does at QR this weekend. But uh, remember, you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available in the App Store. Let's look at the weekend that's just gone by at the Bend Super Sprint. Uh, first off, we've got to quickly mention um, how how awful was it seeing uh, Tommy Randall and Andre Hampgardner just absolutely collide uh, in on the Sunday. It was yeah. no good. No good. No good. And calls now into question the light that's on the dashboard, letting everybody know that there's a stalled car on the on the um, on the grid. Oh, it's a really hard one because when you take off from a start, Nimsy, as Steve would know, you're not just looking ahead. You're looking left. You're looking right. You're looking at who's around you, particularly if you haven't got a good start. Maybe if you've had a great start, you keep looking around because you're always looking to dive into a spot. Um, when you're doing 120K an hour in, you know, 150 feet um, and there's someone stopped in front of you, boy, it takes lightning reactions to try and miss that. And we've seen it before. I, I It was hard to watch. Um, but it was better to watch than Carl Reindler um, a couple of years ago, you know, with these new generation cars with the fuel tank being forward of the rear axles. We, we avoided that particular instance that we saw with Carl. But, I, I, you know, I just don't think two great blokes, um, big accident and two written off cars. I don't think anyone wants to see and a delayed start and nobody wants to see that, Stevie J. It was, no, it was pretty hectic. It was pretty hectic. And, you know, for... I spoke to Tommy yesterday and um, a lot of people are saying from the footage that, that Andre could have probably missed him. Like there was, you know, when you look at the the view um, from the pit building down, it looked like there was a big gap between Holdsworth uh, who went to the left and I can't remember who went to the right, but then Andre come through the middle and, and, and hit Tom. Mm. Uh, Tom told us that he saw Andre's footage and there was not a chance in hell that he was going to like miss him. There's no way. Like there's, right. he could not have done anything else. So, and I, I agree. You know, they're, they're top of second gear, pull and third gear. You know, you've got to remember, first gear is 110 kilometers an hour. Mm. So I think he hit him at 140 or 50 k an hour, something like that. You know, so it's still that's pretty decent. And when you go on that speed, and you are like you said, Manny, looking left, right, trying to you know mm. judge where everyone, and you're in the right behind someone. All of a sudden, they two cars they that are line of stern, they dart left and right together. Mm. Um, mm. All of a sudden, you've got this stationary car in front of you. It comes up pretty fast at 150 yeah. k an hour. Yeah, mm. absolutely. But uh, again, um, a credit to the current supercar. No matter what opinion you have of it, that, that's the sort of accident that in the past people would have been potentially quite hurting. Yeah. Um, so for both of the boys to get out. Did its job, uh, kept them safe. It, did it, it's, yeah. it absolutely mm. did its job, Dimsy. Absolutely. Mm. Those boys got out, went to hospital, um, strapped up and see you later. Uh, um, another big talking point of uh, obviously we'll we'll get into SVG taking a clean sweep of the races when we do our power rankings. But uh, mm-hmm. on the Saturday, uh, Tickford Racing wildcard Zach Best, an absolute shock to get an arm roll ball position. <laughs> Zach Best, <laughs> so good. What that a ball terror! So good. <laughs> what a ball terror! The best. I part, mean, the best part about that was so like Supercars Media normally do a great job where it's like you know literally seconds after the mm. uh, the. the the things done. They always have a graphic up for armor or pole position window. Da, 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 da. It took them about fifteen minutes before <laughs> they got a graphic. They're going through up. the photo files looking for the kid. <laughs> let's uh, let's get into it in a bit more in depth with our power rankings. This is the driver's seat power rankings. So very simple. It is basically a Dallium or Brownlow medal. Uh, the power rankings 
It's a 3-2-1 vote given by Matt and Steve. The current standings at the moment before the trip to Tail and Bend. SVG comfortably on top uh, with 23 votes in P1. 11 votes in P2 is Will Davison. Sharing the third step of the podium is Cameron Waters and Will Davison again. I better get rid of that one. Just Cam Waters. <laughs> it's just you, Cam. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's all about you, Cam. Uh, and then to follow, seven votes for Darry Reynolds, six votes for Chaz Mostert, five votes for both James Courtney and Gary Jacobson. Nice, Gary! <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's the only time we get it now that Gary's been given the Tijuana. Exactly. That's the only time we get it is when we exactly. do the, uh, the points. So thank you for that, Nimmy. We might get it back at Bathurst. I'm sure he's going to get a seat somewhere. You'd have to think he would, wouldn't you? Mm. If I was if I was um, a certain forklift driving team owner, I'd be on the phone quick smart to Shepo. But anyway. Shepo. Oh, good old Shepo. Um, but four <laughs> votes to Brock Beatty and Hazelwood. I'd give him the forks. <laughs> Two votes to Lee Holdsworth. If rang you. Andre Heimgartner and Chris Pither. And one vote to Anton, Brody Kostecki, Tim Slade and Nick Perkat. We'll start off with you, Matty. Who gets you three, two, one? Well, look, I am going to give Zach Best one point for that. Which I think will put him on the board. Yeah, first time that puts him on the board. Well done, Zach. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give. It's such a boring list, but I'm gonna have to give Cam Waters two points, and I'm gonna give SVG three. The reason is because um, uh, Cam was consistent again across the weekend, mm-hmm. um, but SVG obviously brained them all, cleaned them up, so he gets them a three. But the driving masterclass that both Cam and SVG put on in that wet race for how many laps? 15? Mm. Was some of the best skills in motor racing I have ever seen. 24. 24, was it? Yep. Um, Those boys were undering and overing. They were passing each other. They were finding grip. They were... Breaking late, breaking early. They were, they had to go to the race driver toolbox, Stevie J, and grab every single one of the tools that they had <laughs> to be able to get those things around and put on a show. Um, take away your team allegiances, take away your driver allegiances, paint both of those cars in black and put those boys on it. They put on an absolutely outstanding display of car racing. Cam, seems, Cam so. seems to be the only one that can sort of, at the moment, sort of take it to SVG, doesn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think we've all said that we think that Cam's probably better than his car at the moment. I think if you put Cam in Brock Feeney's car, not to say anything about Brock because he's a rookie in his first year, but if you were to take the two triple eight cars and put SVG and Cam Waters in it, it would be unbelievable racing every single weekend between two teammates. Those two displayed an unbelievable quality of racing. So they get my three and they two. And, I mean, let's be real. SVG's headed for the showers. Yeah. yeah. Like he's, <laughs> he's done. He's done. He's, he's probably finished in yeah, the shower. He's, he's, <laughs> oh, mate, I was on the hot lap. Yeah, you were. See? <laughs> Meanwhile, let's uh, – let... <laughs> Oh, that's too far. That's farcial. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. That is farcial. Let's get to Stevie's um, three, two, one. Uh, Stevie, who you got? All right. I'm going to give one point to Zach Best as well. Exactly the same for you, Matty. Yep. Uh, he's got just more a, votes just than a... Nick Perkat this exactly year. Exactly right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been further up the grid than poor old Nick. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. Harsh. Just a great job. Just honestly, yeah. just a really, yep. just a, like bloody pole position, mate. Seriously. Like, oh. you know what I mean? As a, as a, 
uh, it's only his second main game start as a as a obviously as a rookie. So um, really really cool. Love love seeing that. Just really spiced it up a bit, and I loved how he had to make the supercar staff run and you know work out how they're going to get the pole position mm. banner from uh, from either Monster Energy or. Uh, uh, Red Bull and uh, run it right down the other end of pit lane. <laughs> and then they had to extend their camera cables because they don't normally go down that far either. Um, so I reckon, so I reckon uh, um, Zach Best one point. Uh, That's very uh, old. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. Um, two points uh, for SVG. Uh, sorry, two points for Tim Slade. Oh, the Slade dog. Um, the reason Ooh, being... Got some news about him. We'll talk about that. Uh, reason being, he obviously hasn't got a handle of that car in qualifying at this stage. He did at the start of the year, but not right now. But passed the most cars all weekend. He passed 26 cars over. He passed the whole field in a bit wow. uh, in three races. Wow. So really good solid racing for him and obviously good teamwork, good pit stops to, to be able to allow him to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and SVG three points because... He is just on another planet at the moment. Yeah. yeah and yeah, and has been for quite a while. With uh, with no apparent answer. No one's got an answer at the moment. They he, can throw they can throw a punch. They can land a punch on the odd occasion. Yep. But there there's no one out there that's notable mention though from me to Cam about Cam Waters because you're right. He, I mean he does I just haven't got enough points in my bag to give him mm. because uh, you know, it's the racing that you said was unbelievable, oh. you know, and just his fight, you know, when SVG yeah. belted him up the backside in race two on the start, even though the start got uh, got Tommy Randled mm. uh, and Heimgartnered. <laughs> um, but just, just the fight in him to block SVG, to really take it to him, I, I, I love watching it. So, Cam, I'll promise I'll give you some some decent points, hopefully, the next round. <laughs> I'll save some for you, brother. There we go. Some for Sandown will come come your way there, Correct. Uh, Cam. But um, that wraps up our power rankings. There's plenty more to get through on the driver's seat because uh, the world has gone absolutely bonkers in Formula oh. One. And we'll touch on that in just a moment here on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. Mm. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. It is time to talk about F1. like the uh, national anthem isn't it everyone just stands <laughs> absolutely it's not it's not one that you listen to and go oh god yeah, yeah. this is terrible it's a it's a yeah it's a standard opera now you like want to you want to talk about uh dominoes falling in a heap my <laughs> oh my when when sebastian vettel put out the announcement that he was going to retire at the end of the season and uh, a stellar career I should point out too four time world champion as well and one of the uh doesn't he have like a rain man sort of ability to name every single uh, championship winner for like the last three decades or something uh he's done a few things has our seb and yes very smart cat <laughs> At 34, I think he is, 34 or oh, 34. Oh, so serious? Uh, got a very, very good memory and he's a bit of a student of the sport is and he? all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So Seb goes and announces that he will retire at the end of the season. And then all of a sudden... It is on everywhere and he spot fires all over the place. Yep. <laughs> because then, it was then announced that two-time world champion Fernando Alonso will extend his Formula One career by joining Aston Martin in place of the retiring Vettel. And then mm. we all got excited. 
pretty much the entire continent of Australia basically said, Oscar mm. Piastri gets the call up because he's the mm. reserve driver. It makes sense, right? Yes. Yeah, but I think that that's the thing. Like I, I put up on my socials before it was announced, Alonso gone, Piastri to Alpine. So I woke up and it was Piastri, uh, like Alpine mm. announces that Oscar Piastri will sign for such and such. Da, 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 yes. da. By yeah. five in the morning, Oscar put out a statement saying, I understand, without my agreement, Alpine F1 have put out a press release late this afternoon that I'm driving with them next year. That is wrong. I have not signed a contract with Alpine for 2023. What on earth is going on here? (laughs) Well, I think the bigger knock-on question to that, Nimsy, is that the belief is now that Oscar will be going to McLaren, um, which then puts Dan Rick in jeopardy because it wouldn't be Lando that's leaving. So where does that land Dan Ricardo, ironically, possibly back at Alpine. Um, so there, there, there's, there's two instances of this contract stuff, Steve, that have been going on in the last month or so, a couple of weeks, and both of them ironically include McLaren because over in the United States, um, last year's IndyCar champion Alex Pillow, um, uh is in the middle of a contract and going to the high court in the United States in the middle of a contract dispute with McLaren and Chip Ganassi Racing. <laughs> Chip says that they put an option on him and he came out and exactly like Piastri did and said, I believe Chip Ganassi has Jumped the gun, uh, yeah. said that I'm racing with <laughs> them next year, but I'm not. And then McLaren came out and said, hey, we've secured Pillow. So that's all now going to court. And now it looks as though um, there is questions about Dan Rick and his contract next year, which everyone has stood in front of the camera, Stevie J, and said, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's here for next year. And Dan keeps going, oh, yeah, I'm good for next year too. And yet now it all looks like it's gone to the dogs. It's, it's just I, – I, it's so farcical, isn't it? Like I can't oh, believe clock. how much drama there's been around – this sort of thing where mm. there's obviously fighting going on between uh, drivers and teams, um, teams thinking that they've got the driver, the driver thinking that they can get out or whatever it might be. Mm. Um, but, and I was just trying to um, It's hard to find, piece together, isn't it? Like... <laughs> yeah. It, it's, I'm just trying to find Marcus Ericsson put out a post. It was actually quite, quite cool. Um, and it was about... I'm going to actually hear it is here. I'm just going to read it out. It says, after Alonso's, <laughs> after Alonso's, this is, uh, I think it might be a tweet. After Alonso's middle finger to Alpine switch, this is how the rest of the F1 silly season will play out. This is from Marcus Ericsson. When was this, when was this published? Only today or yesterday. Okay. All right. It says, Alpine, Ocon and Gasly. Ooh. Alpha Tauri. Schumacher and Sonoda. Okay. McLaren, Norris and Piastri. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Alfa Romeo, Bottas and Joe Brand New. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Williams, uh, Albon and DeFries. Oh, yes. Current reserve driver for yep. Mercedes-Benz. And Haas, Magnussen and Ricardo. Mm. That's what he reckons. Mm. And, yeah, and he put that out literally. Yeah, so the second of second uh, of August, he put that out. Uh, mm. So it's pretty fresh. Mm. And then he followed up with a well, well, well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ta-da. Do you reckon though? Do you reckon though? Because someone posed a question to me. Do you reckon Alonso was pushed? 
or do you reckon Alonso gave the middle finger to Alpine? I've got the feeling that if Alpine thought that they had Piastri locked in for a 23 seat, they've sat down with Alonso and Alonso's gone, say up. And then with the news that, that Seb has retired, he's gone, you know what? I'll go over there. Mm. I reckon that's probably probably pretty close to the mark. I, I reckon think. that's pretty close to the mark too. Yep. And then, but in the background. But in the background, Piastri's done Mark a deal with, and Piastri. with McLaren possibly. And about to boot Dan Ricciardo, who could either go to Alpine, essentially, because they currently yep. now look like they don't have a driver. Um, Haas, if they do decide to give the Tijuana brass to Schumacher, um, he could slide in there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't think Danny would go to Will- uh, Williams. Like, that's smoking motherless last. Why yep. would you do it? Why wouldn't you just go home and sit on your boatloads of money mm. or maybe go racing in IndyCar, IndyCar or, or like GT Ericsson or, or something yep. like that? Um, so, look, at uh, two things, Nimsy. It's fascinating. Like, mm. it's fascinating what's going on over there. Um, I don't hold any weight in any contract at the moment. And the only people that are going to win from all of this will be, as usual, the lawyers. Like, it'll be lawyers at 10 paces on this one about who's got the right and restriction of trade. and but Same thing, with IndyCar and Palo and Ganassi yeah. and, and McLaren. The thing is, I get what Ganassi is, and they're probably trying to plan for the future. Um, but why would you want to fight for someone so hard that doesn't want to be with you? Oh, you're absolutely spot on there. This actually makes zero sense. There is so much going on. And to think it all started with Sebastian Vettel just saying, no, nope, that's enough for me. Uh, you're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Big bit of news for Touring Car Masters. We'll talk about that next. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's a driver's seat, and we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. A big thank you to Will Brown for jumping on board. So as I was perusing through the uh, the world of motorsport news and whatnot, I happened to mm. notice that uh, you know a name popped up, and it was mm. just like, uh, and all I could think of was just... Steve Johnson getting amongst it. Because <laughs> I saw that Stephen Johnson will be returning to Touring Car Masters and in a Mustang. Yes, that's correct. All is currently right in the world. That's this. correct. It, everything is back to normal. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, what's not right is that I was actually going to give the driver's seat a scoop in the coming week or so, but it just got... Got away from you. No, not from me. Uh, it didn't get away from me at got all. Got from so someone. Did, yeah. uh, did, did a certain auto magazine spring into action and break an embargo <laughs> like they've fiction. done. Uh, like, like I don't they... think they broke an embargo. I think they had an off-the-cuff discussion with Russell Hancock, who actually owns the car that I'm driving, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and they couldn't uh, help themselves. Mm. Um, tell me, good thing? Good car? Yeah. Yep, good It was car. being shaken down by uh, John Bow in the last 48 hours. Yep, it's the, Feedback, it's good the thing? It's the car that obviously Cam Mason's raced, a beautiful-looking mm. uh, British racing green and silver Mustang. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was built by Marty Brandt down uh, down in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's certainly it's a good car. It's got a good engine. Uh, I think it needs a bit of work in the suspension area. Um, JB's uh, because he's obviously Melbourne based, doing some testing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there needs to be a few little changes made to the car. I think to make it fast or faster, as fast in in in. 
I wouldn't say in my terms, but mm. what I think it needs to yeah, be a to better car. to suit your driving and be a better no, car? No, not just to be a better car. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully we can get that stuff done um, before Sandown. And, um, yeah, well, hopefully it'll be Steve Johnson getting amongst it. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be, that's fantastic because, like, I think that's a... We've had a lot of people on the on our Facebook page, mm. and you can scroll. It seems it almost seems like every week there's someone going, "Steve, Steve, yeah. Steve <laughs> what's, what's what's going on with TCM?" Da 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 da. So, but, wow. but ha, just fundamentally, because a lot of people will be, will be like, you know, have romanticizing a little bit, like, "Oh, it's Steve back in a Mustang. That's what he wants. These three titles. It'll be a bit like it." It's it's not like for like with with Sally, is it? It's completely different. No, nah, yeah. it is a totally different car. So we'll we'll have our work cut out. Um, obviously, getting it right, and hopefully, you know, at the moment, those Tiranas up the front uh, are literally just bullets. Mm. So um, Hansford and Bow. Yeah, they're just. It's the car to have at the moment. Um, you know, the five liter car, which uh, you're allowed to run quite a bit lighter than a big block car, so a six liter car. Um, but the, the thing is now that they're getting just as much power or there or thereabouts out of those five-litre cars as you're getting out of a six-litre car. So really the advantage of having a six-litre car now, which is that horsepower, mm. is really null and void. So, it's um, yeah, it's it's certainly going to make it tough. Um, you know, everything goes through swings and roundabouts. We've seen, you know, back in the Group A era, sometimes it was, you know, the Sierra went through its era and, and all that sort of thing. Well, at the moment, the, the lighter, more nimble, uh, small block V8s are um, other car to have in TCM. Hmm. And why isn't why isn't the, why aren't the Masons driving it? Why are you getting a why are you getting a run? Uh, How did it all come about? I believe Cam's uh, Cam's going on a bit of a family holiday around around Australia. I believe, yeah. um, yeah. taking a bit of time off, which is yeah. cool. Yeah. And it actually came about chatting with John Bow, chatting with John Bow after the um, ARG event down in uh, Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we were obviously down there with jet racing, and then I had to go back down there and do some work. So saw JB there at the hotel, and we were just chatting away, and he goes, oh, I need to get you back in. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool. And, and he says, I've got a bit of an idea. This could be available. Let me give Russell a call. And he cool. didn't, and Russell's like, yep, love the idea. Let's do it. And will we see other – will it be, as we see it now, just a green and green and silver car? Is it going to have sponsors all over it or is yeah, it – Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, you, know, you know, it's the, the, the good thing with that is Russell's allowed me to put, put some of my sponsors on it. Good. So you'll see the good old Kubota on there. Good, and good, you'll good. So, you'll see the uh, uh, pretty much everything almost bar uh, naming rights basically on it, which is, yeah, is – um, Russell is obviously helping with regard to the running of the car and everything. So yeah. – um, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll sticker it up, get some of the the team Johnson sponsors uh, another run, and um, you know finish off the year with uh, Sandown Bathurst and the Adelaide race. Yeah, nice one. That'll so be really good. You're racing with Jet this weekend at Queensland Raceway. Yes, let's uh, in talk Trans about that. Am. This is a track that well, he pretty much know like the back of his hand, wouldn't he? <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't say the back of your hand, but he's done some <laughs> laps around there, which is which is great. But um, uh, you know, it should be interesting and be good. I think um, you know. A lot of the teams came up and did a two-day test of re- of recent times, uh, only a week and a half ago. We didn't partake in that two-day test. Um, so, yeah, it would have been good to be able to do some laps there. But, um, you know, we went out and did sort of a half-a-day shakedown and a few laps. And, um, 
you know, he's got uh, basically two weekends coming up. Uh, this weekend for uh, the Trans Am Championship, and then in two weeks' time, he's running in the uh, TA2 Championship up there as well. So we've got a couple of weeks up there. And in between, he's doing the Hyundai XL Enduro there as well. Yeah, so, beauty. So he's Very got three nice. weekends at QR. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see how he goes. But, yeah, we're, we're pretty keen to, to do a good job and, um, you know, be a bit closer to the front. Although he's just, you know, he's sort of within that top ten of Trans Am. I'd like to see him a bit further at the front there. Um, but, um, you know, it's a, it's a very tough championship that Matty knows about. And you've got some great young guys in there. And um, the more he drives with those guys, the more he's learning. Mm. What's what's going to be very cool to say, too, is because it is obviously your home track, Stevie, you'll probably get a lot of Team Johnson fans that will be rocking up to show a lot of support. Uh, I assume DJ and uh, Jillian, your sister, will probably be there as well, too. So it'll be yep. good to see a nice big crowd there to support young Jet along. And the best part, too, I... I just ch- um, saw this on their website. There's actually going to be uh, TV coverage on Nine Go as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is very cool. Absolutely, very cool. So, um, you know, he's got obviously this weekend with all of us there, and then in two weeks' time, there's going to be hardly any of us there because we're all going to be down at Sandown yeah. doing duties <laughs> yes. down there. Dad's going to be down there because he's got a big shell function to do down there at Sandown Supercars round. I'll be down there doing TCM and Toyota Eighty Six. I'll, uh, I'll look after him. Uh, you can go up there and look after yeah, him, Matty. Yeah, Paul Forgy will be down there. Oh, well, Paul will probably do a better job than me. <laughs> uh, well, Paul's going to be yeah. at, su- at Supercars. Oh, Paul's going to be at Supercars So he won't well. have his engineer oh, there, right? I'll have to go down and oh. cut some oranges. Oh, you're going to have to, but please don't go near his computer. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do that. Well, that is it from us, and we'll catch you next week right here on The Driver's Seat. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.